Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Annika. And you've stumbled down the Peter Rabbit Hole. Hey. A 45-minute podcast where we'll discuss a four to five-minute story. What are we reading? <laughs> this is going so well. We are professionals. Oh, I don't think you have to lean that hard into the mic. Yes, it is very important. <laughs> it sounds better. Oh, so let's, for a second, let's acknowledge this fact that this is very weird because not only are Annika and I in the same space, we are now in my bedroom <laughs> with lots of microphones and cables so going So many everywhere. microphones. It's very intense. <laughs> this is what happens when a sound person lives in your house. And you say, hey, I want to do this thing. And they're like, <gasps> I have the stuff. And what I don't have, I will excitedly purchase. Yeah. You're like, okay. okay. Enjoy. All uh, right. I keep thinking about the people who have been like recording for a year and like, or maybe like doing it, and like, they would kill for our audio I setup know. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, on episode eight? Yeah, that sounds right. Sure, why not? All right. And so, in this episode eight, what are we reading? This week, we are reading. We Don't Eat Our Classmates by Ryan T. Higgins. Ooh, published in 2018, which I think might make it our most recent yeah, release. It is, because uh, Princess and the Pony is like 2015. And 14. I Want My Hat Back. Back is similar. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is our newest book. All right. So, fun facts about Ryan T. Higgins. Yeah, Ryan T. Higgins, a cool dude, I guess. <laughs> questionable i mean i don't know him personally his videos are cute uh he lives in south southern maine we've had a strangely high concentration in new england and, and canadian authors yeah in that like huh. yeah, yeah northeastern like, corner of of the states and the southeastern corner of canada yep. yeah huh. Huh. good breeding good. ground for, yeah for quirkiness that inspires children's books i don't know anyways oh, yep. uh ryan t higgins is an author and illustrator he is best known for we don't need our classmates which has done very well and for a series of books about a bear named bruce who is very grumpy <gasps> wait does he have like a black face or uh, he's a black <laughs> he bear. Is a black bear <laughs> he's got a, he's got like a long unibrow that frowns mostly yes we Say, I, yeah. i've never read i've for some reason, I refuse to read his books, but... um, Weird, because it's this guy, and you seem to like this book quite a lot. Oh, so much. And the Bruce books are very prevalent. Yeah, and there are many. Anyways, the first Bruce book won a bunch of awards about it, which was very impressive. He's mostly published by Disney Hyperion, probably a good deal. Anyways, uh, he has he built himself a cool like writing cabin in his backyard, which oh. I am very jelly about. <laughs> I want an artist cabin. Yeah, it's with quite a bungalow nice. So bad. It's got windows and a door, and presumably is insulated enough that you can live in it in Maine in the winter time. Ooh, that, that would be insulated. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like live, but like no, go but work. like go work there yeah. all day. And he's uh, give at least according to the videos he has made, which are like cool studio times with Ryan T. Higgins. Uh, He's got he's got big millennial vibes. <laughs> Yo, one of us, one, one of us. us. Yes, very much. There, yeah, uh, and he's got any like specific things or just, just generic just vibe. Sort of the, the generic humor vibe. <laughs> I was like, wow, 
I don't know this guy, but man, I know this guy. <laughs> right. I will I will admit I looked up my fun facts. Time is it? Ooh, two and a half hours ago. Oh. That makes it seem like you spent more of that time researching and not oh, two hours with not. us trying to fight with the microphones. And also dinner. And dinner. And hide and seek. <laughs> I feel like another thing to point out is a lot has changed in the lives that we lead right now, mainly you moved countries. Yep. And I had you move into my house. And now I live in your basement. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> when we, you really want to be serious about your podcast. Right. Together. Yeah. That's the only way to do it. If anyone's feeling worried, I did do a very good quarantine before yes. we interacted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also has three kids, which is yeah. cool, yeah. I guess. Um, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Yeah. Bruce Books. Maine. I want his cabin. That's that's mostly what I got. Oh, also, I kept thinking his name was a little amusing to me, and I couldn't exactly figure out why until I was like, oh, last name. Same last name as my brother-in-law and sister. Ah. Hate that took me so long <laughs> to put together. <laughs> okay. So, synopsis. Yes. Penelope Rex, a T-Rex, is surprised to learn she is enrolled in an entirely children-filled kindergarten classroom. Poor Penelope struggles to make friends, as the other children don't like that she is constantly trying to eat them. Because children are delicious. It is not until the class goldfish bites her she understands why maybe people don't want to be chewed on. <laughs> and kindergarten is great. Yes. Art synopsis. Yeah. I, I described it as it's very cartoon-esque. It's like you get full detailed pictures and backgrounds. Mm -hmm. uh, big on monotone backgrounds with uh, the characters and kind of what's happening being in full color, mm -hmm. which is fun because it, I, we read this book a lot. Yeah. And it wasn't until I really read it for this time that I realized that was happening. Yeah. It's quite subtle, which is mm -hmm. really interesting the way that it sort of flips from, from the, from the white pages where it's like, here is an activity. And then the, or like a scene is happening. Yeah. Fully but you fleshed can, out. Yeah. But you can see what you're supposed to be looking at because that's in full color and everything else is kind of red ish or green ish. It's got very good focus. Yeah. Which is cool. And I found a lot of, most of the times when it's just a white background, it's normally a bit of a montage yeah. page. My only true complaint about the art in it is it occasionally has floating eyebrows mm. and an eye not fully connected to a head. And I do not like that. And I know it's very common and very popular in <laughs> art right now. And it, do not, do not care for it. But that's it. I, I'm complaining <laughs> about an eyebrow. I like the end papers, which are drawings of dinosaurs by actual children, who are credited in on the title page, which is super great. And there's like 12 of them. Yeah. And one of them's name, Penelope. And the rest of them, I think, are all, or a number of them are also in, their names are the names of the kids in the class. Yeah. Now, not all of, all them. of them. But yeah. Yeah. They, and, they missed out on both Avos. 
Uh, one of those names that, like, I don't know anyone our age named Ava, but, like... Wow, so many. Seven of them all play around. And Avery's, too. Mm. Yup. What you gonna do? I mean, I know a couple... Or I knew a couple of Avery's, but that's because I had great uncles named Avery. Uh, ooh. One thing... I wanted to talk about the title of it. Yes. Before we delve it. And it just cracks me up because it's the most modern parroting caregiver philosophy of instead of saying you don't do that bad behavior it's like we don't don't single the child out make it collective no one should eat their class i shouldn't do it you should we (laughs) there's something great about the absurdity of not eating our classmates gosh penelope is cute just and her little her pink overalls they're so sweet. Oh, and then, like, the kangaroo pocket, where you just see her, like, stuffing it full of... Of just junk. <laughs> constantly coming home with rocks stuffed into it. <laughs> I love her little room. Her room is so cute. I really love the map of the world, which is, like, I think it's Pangea. It's the, like, oh. it's the world when it was dinosaurs time. Right, because I kept being like, what well, is this a map of? It's the old continents. Yeah. Which made, honestly, I I had definitely read this book before, but it had been, or maybe you just told me about it a lot of times. I'm sure sometime when you I were, it's like you have to. I like, it, but I don't know if I read it car- very carefully. And so this time I sat down to actually read it and I looked at the map and I was like, is everybody else not human children? That can't be right. It's human children, right? Yep. When are we? I said to myself. At a time of dinosaurs. And, and humans. And pink overalls. Yeah. It is, the premise of it starts, she is nervous about the start of kindergarten, which just starts off, I don't know, like a quarter of all children's books ever. Yeah. And, and it goes straight to how many teeth will they have? <laughs> this is important. Very important. Because, and it's a great moment of like, are they going to be predators? Am I going to have to co-mingle with prey? Yeah. These, because the pictures are so kind of fleshed out. As a reader to a child, I've mainly only looked at the right page where the words mm. are, and I hadn't even noticed everything going on, on the left side, and that she had a unicorn. The, the beautiful unicorn doll in the night, and the little elephant who's under the pillow. Because and her excellent dinosaur dolls who are all ready for kindergarten. And that she is playing teacher with her little alphabet. Also, yeah. that is some of the best handwriting of an alphabet for someone going into kindergarten. Right? I also thought that. <laughs> Perhaps someone helped. Maybe so. Maybe mom or dad. And I love that her other little dinosaurs are all like at their table preparing. Yeah. It's so sweet. And he, she is so nervous. nervous. So nervous. But she's got her backpack with delicious ponies on it. <laughs> because ponies are delicious. delicious. That's why they're her favorite. And like, I had a moment where I was, where that felt more weird like because i know it's supposed to be surprising but ponies are were penelope's favorite because ponies are delicious and that's a funny moment but then i was like "Ooh, is that a like do i feel weirder about that than i should and then i was like no wait i have things with sheep on them and you know what sheep are delicious that's actually a question i had later on (laughs) i will get there but i'm not spoiling not only does he have a backpack and a lunchbox on it her bedspread and i kept being like that was where i had the bigger question i'll be honest i did i was like what what is my equivalent 
of bedspread. And I was like, Avery's got pillows with donuts on it. Yeah. And ask her, donuts are delicious. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it didn't seem... And, like, you could also do it with, like, chicks, right? Yes. You could put chicks all over something and be like, wow, that's adorable. Guess what? Chicks turn into chickens. Wow, those are tasty. And also just generically, like, sweets. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So many cupcakes. Things that you like to eat. They go on your stuff. Avery's got a farm bag with carrots on it. No one thinks that's, like, yeah. weird and morbid. Yeah, it, yeah. it completely I, tracks. Yeah. It, it took me a minute. I had to I had to check in with myself about how I felt. <laughs> Mostly because the ponies are extremely cute. They, <laughs> I totally love that print. <laughs> I'm all about it. So she, her dad packs her 300 tuna fish sandwiches. And I keep being like, what is the scale of a lunchbox to right? fit 300 tuna fish sandwich? And one apple juice. Also, I kept being like, isn't there a more efficient way, <laughs> like, three <laughs> yeah. tiny, 300 tiny sandwiches? Couldn't you, like, give her, like, a bowl? a bowl of tuna fish with, like, a loaf of bread? <laughs> also, there seems to be American sliced cheese on the tuna fish, and that offends me greatly. Yeah. Maybe a provolone, but never an orange cheese. Never an orange cheese, even if you're a kindergartner. Yeah. I Funny, I had no qualms about eating ponies delicious on a lunchbox. I'm like, no, not orange cheese on a tuna <laughs> To be fair, it didn't, like, I just sort of glanced at them and was like, yep, tuna fish sandwiches and moved on because it never occurred to me that you would put cheese on a tuna fish sandwich that wasn't an open face melt. Like a tuna melt um, obviously has cheese because what else is going to melt? But like just a straight cold tuna sandwich. No cheese. Thank you. This is the second episode we've referenced the tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> Throwback. And then we go, the big day comes, and you realize that while Penelope is probably not entirely to scale as a T-Rex in yeah. a human world, she is certainly much larger than her world, than like her home world. Yes. Would lead you to believe. Because you look at the door she's walking through in the classroom and you're like, her mom could never fit through that. Ever. Like, or maybe just like a crawl through. But like, I think her head would have a hard time getting through yes. that door. Yes. And then, then Penelope walks in and it is children. children. What? Okay. What were her parents thinking? Right? Ha- a. What is the makeup of this town? Uh, clear. I wondered if it was an international school. I mean, it could be. And so this is an extremely diverse group of children. Absolutely. And like, I super love it. I really oh, yeah. enjoy that you could look at it and be like, ah, that one, or this one's like me, or this one's like me. I Absolutely. enjoy seeing the little boy with the, um, with the kippah on. Yeah. You know, you don't see a whole lot of like visibly Jewish kids. Right. In storybooks or like there's the girl who's got the headscarf on. She's not. I get the, like, actual definitions incorrect. Yeah. And, like, there's a variety of names. There's a variety of stuff going on. And, I, yeah. like, I really, I super appreciate it. But, like, I could believe that this was an international school. Yeah. Because there are many, hu- many different kinds of humans here in the school. But, like. One dinosaur. One dinosaur. No other dinosaurs. And, like, they're surprised. But the teacher is not surprised. Well, presumably the school would have said, hey, you're getting a new student. And a lot of times when they're like, well, a lot of times they're like, hey, you're getting a new international student (laughs) or inner 
Jurassic student. Right? I am sure I've got a mixed up my period or my Jurassic period. Who knows? I, I I have a hard time with that. And the dinosaurs were all over the place. Right. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> let's not muddy into those waters. <laughs> So I think it's great. Her parents wanted her to be in a more diverse thing and occasionally yeah. be like, look, you, you're you going to have to learn to get along with humans. We clearly live in a human-infested town. And like in a human-styled house, right? Like, yeah. it's not like they're just some cool dinosaurs who go rar and then she's in a class. Like, she's got overalls and she's got a bedspread. And a lunchbox. They, right? Like, they live in a whole cool house with a lot of human stuff that's just dinosaur-sized. Yeah. How did her parents not warn her? Like, right. really? This seems like terrible parenting. Yes. That's a bad surprise. I took the chair out of Avery's room for you to sit on for this podcast. And Avery was like, why did you not tell me? Can you imagine her reaction? It was like, here, I'm just going to drop you off at this school with T-Rexes. Goodbye. Enjoy the nice surprise. Bye. Yeah. I, I have some real issues that her parents did not set her up for success. Yeah. Unless, every once in a while, when you know your kid's going to flip out about something, sometimes you're like, oh, no, it's just happening. Someone else's problem, bye. Not even necessarily no. someone else's problem, but just like, man, do I not want to hear the whining and moaning for like a week when it's not going to change my mind. Yeah. But no, Penelope does not rise to the occasion <laughs> no. at all. Because... She eats them. How does she get every single one of those children? Because it's like a class of 12 in her yeah. mouth at once. Without swallowing them. You also would have thought someone could have fleed. Like yeah. the speed she would have had to move at. Right? Like they're sort of spread out. They're not, all, they're not quite as clumped up as they would need to be. And yes, yeah, she is large. But she's not that, that big. Like I, she's, she's taller than a human woman. A yes. full grown human woman. Miss Noodleman, in fact. Yes, with a great name. See, a plus. I everyone else has the most standard of names, and then Miss Noodleman, just the most kids' book teacher name ever. I enjoy it very much, and I do really enjoy her reaction. Oh yeah, she's just a standard teacher. I'm. We're not putting up yeah, with this. Absolutely not. We do not eat our classmates. Spit them out at once. <laughs> what I also like is she looks firm, but not losing her shit at no, all. No, like this is this is disappointing, but not super surprising. Which, to be fair, my mom taught kindergarten for oh, 20 years around. And boy, does she have some stories <laughs> of like one child on his first day of kindergarten stripping his clothing off. And she finally had to take a shoe and hold it hostage to get, like, get him to snap out of it. She had another child knock over in the desk and split his fingers open. Well, so yeah, there is part of it's like this may ha not be the worst thing Mrs. Newman has had to deal with. Well, something about how calm she is about it makes me wonder if she has had other dinosaur oh. class right. children before. Like oh. if this is not her first dinosaur student, that could be a possibility. Oh, one thing. In going back to, like, what the classroom looks like and feels like when Penelope walks in, is Penelope maybe transferring mid-year? It feels that way. It does not have any of the, like, first day no. everyone walks in. And, like, everyone's sort of already interacting and, like, they're looking at stuff and they've got 
all of their spots are full of like they've all got their cubbies full of their stuff there's already pictures they've drawn yeah this feels like a classroom a good third of the year in yeah also how fabulous is that classroom with its little the loft i love the loft the two tiny armchairs underneath the loft which i realize i've set up avery's room (laughs) in a very similar (laughs) design inspiration it's cool Yes, it does feel like she's showing up partway through the year. But also, hmm, she was nervous about... Might also explain why her handwriting was so good True. on the alphabet earlier. Oh, man. Those kids just all covered in spit. They're so annoyed. And I love the various different ways we're disheveled. <laughs> yes. And what I also love is they're not horrified. They're more pissed off. Yeah, they're just like, oh. That was kind of gross. You're, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. I don't. What if we didn't do that again? <laughs> and Penelope is like, oh, no. Oh, I've ruined my first chance. Oh, dang. As spit is hanging from her mouth to one of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love this montage of her trying to casually eat the children. The yes. rest of the day. <laughs> Just slide into my mouth, small child. I got you. It's fine. Or the uh, the finger painting of her eating one of the children. <laughs> I think her beret is a touch too much. Yeah. I feel a, a smock. I would have loved an art smock. Yeah. But the beret. Where, yes, where did she get it? Did she bring it herself? Oh, man. No one would. Like, I feel like you would be just as hate. <laughs> right? It would be just as bad as eating them. You showed up with your art beret. <laughs> To kindergarten. Well, wait, wait, wait. We've talked. It's near that. It's international <laughs> school. She's coming from. May- maybe. maybe she's French. Penelope. It's it's pronounced Penelope instead oh. of Penelope. It's very different. Yes. And then, yeah, just in the cafeteria, <laughs> I saved you a seat. It's my plate. <laughs> and I love the eyes. I don't quite know how he did it, but like. She's a T-Rex. She's got a very large head. and Her eyes and her mouth take up a very tiny portion of her head. It's mainly all frontal nose. nose. Yeah. But, like, she seems slightly ravenous, <laughs> but, like, calm. And it's a lot of... So hopeful. It's so much personality in such a tiny portion of her face. Yes. Also... I feel slightly worried by the cafeteria man. Is it because of his giant mustache and you worry about the health? I don't say something about his smile. He seems possibly slightly nefarious. I don't know why. Oh, see, and I enjoyed it was a cafeteria gentleman That's opposed true. to a cafeteria lady. That is great. Yep. It is also a very bushy mustache. Very your bushy. Food. And Jen, just a lovely montage of her being so sad, sad. so, so lovely. lovely, and you feel for her absolutely. She did one thing, screwed up as a new kid. No one will let it drop. I mean, she does. She has doubled down on the attempts to eat them. Uh, no, well, yes, she's merely thrown out the possibility if they are interested. <laughs> but like, this seems to be her only mode of interaction thus far. Right? Like there she's hasn't... nervous. Yeah. It's the first day of school. But like she chose she knows that eating people probably not the greatest choice. And then we keep trying to do it. And then she just that like that's all she's trying. <laughs> I mean, 
You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. But anyways, it's very sad. I do feel sad for her, even yes. though I know she's wrong. So we go home, and then we get to meet Dad. And here is my question. What are the rules with clothings and dinosaurs? Yes, an excellent question, because Mom only wears pearls. And Dad wears nothing. nothing. And Penelope wears overalls. Is it... it is, is this it for school? Right? Like, like it's a dress code? To, I mean, probably if anyone showed up to school without anything like pants on. Right. You would have to go home. And overalls are a nice marriage of shirt type thing and pants. Yeah, like it, cov- it covers sufficient portions of your body that you could get a pass, especially if you're shaped like a T-Rex. And six. Yeah. You know, like there's yeah. definitely a... But dad... Just nothing. Nothing. And those are always times when I'm like, what were the rules when Ryan T. Higgins was sitting around being like, in my mind, he, dad wore a tie. Mm. And I think it's because mom wore pearls. I assumed yeah. we had a neckwear. <laughs> dad does have very nice bushy eyebrows, though. Again, floating off from his head mm-hmm. in one direction. Well, how else would you see it? You don't have to see it. <laughs> like it's, if I turn my head to you, you maybe don't see my eyebrows after a while. <laughs> well, they're hard to see anyways. Well, thank you for that, though, accurate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. For, like, the one listener who doesn't know us in real life, I am blonde and also, therefore, have blonde eyelashes and eyebrows, which is awesome for eyebrows and kind of crap for eyelashes. <laughs> I love that Dad knows right away how she screwed up. Yeah. Like, he knew it was coming. Which, which implies that they have talked about it before, doesn't it? Or that, again, they knew this was a possibility. Oh, you're right. The way he says it does make it sound like maybe this is why we had to switch schools. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept eating her previous classmates. I had not thought of that, and that is an excellent, excellent theory. I like that a lot. Oh, so... <laughs> because, like... He uses her full name, mm. right? In a way that, that indicates, like, we've been over this. But no middle name, so clearly we're not in that much yeah. trouble. Well, she didn't, like, swallow them. That's true. She just put them in her mouth for a while, <laughs> which is gross, and you shouldn't do it. Consent is important. Consent is very important, and she did not ask for it. No, she didn't. Um, oh, quick. We yeah. talked about the scale, and they're living in this human town. Does that chair seem awfully small? But also... I the think tape. it might be. Oh, it could be like her. Their, it could be her. Because some people have like a kid's table in the kitchen. Cause yeah, because the counters are dinosaur height. Or adult, are adult dinosaur, dinosaur height. height. Yeah, it might. I was thinking that it might also be because uh, T Rexes have short hands. Short, short hands and also kind of short legs. Like they're mostly body and head. True. I, Comparatively. Like, Oh, I don't want to think about the dynamics of trying to make a dinosaur, like a T-Rex uh, table. And like he's working. <laughs> oh, man. Think, the place is not to dive too deep. The mechanics of a T-Rex. Eating a and, burger. Or just like utensils. Well, I think they would do better with utensils than just with their hands. Oh, that's honestly. true. That does extend the reach just a little. If they're just really long utensils. Like I, spears. I love that he has a hamburger for her as her after school treat. Mm-hmm. That's a a big treat. Or yes. Presumably dinner will be later. Who knows? I mean, she did get 
300 tuna fish sandwiches. I appreciate he put the pickles on the side Mm -hmm. where I love pickles with hamburgers, but never on. Oh, both. Nope. Give me every pickle. I I love a, well, I love a bread and butter pickle. No time for dill. I just, no, I I mean, I will also eat the bread and butter pickle. I just want literally every pickle to be mine. Not on my burger. Nice little pile on sides. Almost any instance, except for if they are deep fried. Ooh. Oh no! That's the one way I'll eat a. That's the one way I'll eat a dill pickle. And they do not crunch, and they are bulk. They they do crunch, but, but it's, it's the, the outside. outside. It's not the pickle that crunches; it's the breading that crunches, and that yeah. is incorrect for pickle. Oh Thank man, you. we are we are on such different sides <laughs> of pickle today. <laughs> oh. Regardless, Penelope is still sad. Oh, so sad. But Dad is being pretty nice. I like. Dad's got such good expressions. Like, his face in this image is so good. It's slightly horrifying, too, because he's a T-Rex with a full like smile. so many teeth. <laughs> and they just go so around the side of his but face. But also, he's so, like, genuine. And he wraps his tail around her. It's so sweet. Yeah. Where he's like, and, you know, children are the same as us on the inside. They're just tastier. It's not their fault. I <laughs> I do <laughs> love <laughs> And here, here comes Penelope with her delicious pony bedspread. Oh, such a good bedspread. And she's so distraught. She's so sad. I feel for And like the way we've done the light through the window casting over, like makes it feel very like alone in your tower. Yes. Prison cell. <laughs> Things are bad. Well, she goes to school again and uh, she tries so hard. Okay, William Altamoto. Mm-hmm. And again, shoe dangling out of the mouth. Same trope as last time there was a shoe dangling in her mouth. And I feel, is that a touch lazy? Mm. I mean, it's a different shoe. Right, well. It's, it's a different, no, because she I mean, ate all of them. So right, William so, Altamoto was in there somewhere. But not his shoe. It's, yeah. it's another. But William Altamoto. Always wears a tie, and I feel like maybe we could have strung the tie. Although that might have been too much suggestion of <laughs> like next yes. to the neck. I love that she gets told on to in a standard yeah. kindergarten way. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the moment of terror from the children, which I think is interesting mm-hmm. that they've already been to school with her day. She already ate them all, but there's something about eating the kid the second day that's like, oh god, she won't stop. Yeah, I do enjoy like despite the fact that she. The, the reuse of the shoe trope. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy that in the next page, you get to watch William putting his <laughs> shoe back on as he's covered in T-Rex spit. And he's just, he's so annoyed. And he's dressed as like a tiny businessman. In, in every, every yeah. yeah. Although I seems to have also lost his blazer. No, no, I don't think he's wearing the blazer. Are his, are his shoulders just that small? I'm trying to read if it's a blazer. Yes. Okay. He's just a small boy. Because you can see a small hole of like the chair cut out. Over oh, yeah. one shoulder. No, he's just a very small boy. That's uh, fine. So now that it's the second day, you can point out all the kids get a clothing shift. Hmm. Except, okay, two things about it. Cece, I can't think of her last name. We'll get there at some point. Yeah. She doesn't change, and Penelope doesn't change. All of the other kids wear a f- different outfits, but slightly different variations. Uh. Like, they do, don't they? Yeah, they're and at first, I, I'd never even noticed it before. Like, and I was like, "Oh, why does Miss Newman get to change and no one else does?" And then it's like, "Oh no, 
it's ever so subtle. Like there's one kid wearing a baseball shirt and the colors are reversed from the sleeve and the body in the different days. Yeah. But Cece just likes to wear pink. And so does Penelope. I don't know if we're maybe like forming a bond because it's not just pink. It's also like a strappy pink kind of sundress like the outline of a bib overall. Perhaps. Who knows? Maybe one of his kids was like, I really like pink. Entirely possible. Oh, absolutely. How much did you want history kids' names to be in that class? Look, if my dad <laughs> was a children's book, I'd be like, I need my name in the book. And they better look Hello, like me. Did you know there is one book series with my name in it? And it's Pippi Longstockings. Because her best friend <gasps> is named Annika. Whoa. And that's it. Because it's Dutch. <laughs> Katie, unfortunately, it, it, I'm in a lot of kids' books, as we point out from Out and About, but, like, it's such a common name. It's almost like the throwaway. It's just in a group of like, friends. Yeah, one of them will be Katie, but it won't be the interesting one. Right. Like, it's going to be Katie or Susan or Anne. Or Tracy or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's trying, trying not to eat the classmates, but, boy, it's hard. They're just so tasty. Everyone's scared, except for Walter. Who is slightly more... Walter the Goldfish. Yes. For those not familiar with the book. I'm not making any jokes about watching our Patreon videos because we're here in the same room. I know. <laughs> there will be a picture of Walter on the Instagram because yes. how can there not be? He's very good. He's almost a little too detailed for me. I love how overly done he is. Because no one else is that level... Except the goldfish with yes. his weird eyes. I love him. He's a... Oh, I even... Beta fish. No, he's not. He's oh. a goldfish. He's a kind of goldfish. He's an oranga goldfish. There's a specific kind of goldfish. And oh, tell me more. And blobby. They're like a little ball with the big eyes on the side. And they've got bigger, bigger fins. Oh. And I know this because in March... My roommate at the time got really into aquarium YouTube <laughs> and we would watch aquarium YouTube videos a lot in the living room as an attempt to uh, de-stress. Oh man, this is really going to throw off my beta fish facts for later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's actually a goldfish. It's true. Um, he's just the weird lumpy kind of goldfish that costs a little bit more money. Well, that would make sense. Of all the names, Walter, Walter. for a kindergarten right? goldfish, like you're expecting Goldie or Splashy or... Or like Spot, because he's got spots. He's white and orange. Or like Nemo, like yeah. you based... Oh, and it's even got Disney branding. They could have done that. Right. Would have been fine. But Walter. Yes. The most like... That is an old man with a mustache. Uh, Walter, our close family friend. Uh, it, it's It's been since the 80s that he had a mustache. But <laughs> he is definitely in his late 60s. Mm-hmm. Maybe early 70s, I think. Still late 60s. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not a name I would think of. Like, well, it doesn't matter who is named Walter. Walter is a grown-up man. Yes. Like, like you could name a baby Walter. And that baby would be a grown-up man. Like, he wouldn't have a choice. That's just Walter is a grown-up man. 
Um, anyways, Walter has a funny name, and yes. he is very detailed, and he and also has murder in his eyes. Too too big for his bowl. Yes, with no air, air filtration, no, no like crappy no little greenery. plastic reed. Yeah, yeah nowhere nothing. to hide, no enrichment. And Could he's a work. kindergarten goldfish. How much like there must be so much tapping. God, so much tapping. I don't know. Miss Newman feels like she, in normal times, runs a pretty tight classroom. Yes. But still. Like, there's only so much tight classroom you can yeah. run that doesn't involve someone just trying, or like just sticking your fingers, sticking your, your fingers, fingers in. in there. Which Penelope does. does. In a way, like, we feel like we're going to pet the fish, which yeah. again, not proper fish care. No. I was <laughs> we have spent a, lo- a lot of time on fish. Yes. Maybe a foul dinosaur. <laughs> Anyways, oh. the dinosaur tries to pat the fish. Because she's like, so lonely. Because she's so lonely. And she cannot read that he has murder in his eyes. Sure can't. No, she does not have that emotional maturity. Well, no, no, no. I think it's also, what has ever been a predator to her? That's she true. She's a T-Rex. Yes. Oh. Oh, hi, Abby. Okay. Time to go out. Yeah. Re- remember, you're attached. You're attached. <laughs> I should have. Instagram the puppy dog being part of the podcast. Although there's I, a little bit of me that really wants you to leave that. In. <laughs> you go, no, you're you're stuck. Please don't knock over the whole setup. It's like then you'll be so mad if we break it. <laughs> oh. Oh. that would be a very bad day. Let's not. Yeah, let's not. Anyways, right. we're gonna pat the fish because the fish cannot possibly do us a harm. Maybe it will be our friend. Right. <laughs> Chomp. Like the only word. <laughs> His mouth gets thick. It's so good. To the point, he is so clearly about to bite your finger. You're like, how do you not see this coming, Penelope? Yeah, like this is very telegraphed. Yeah. Okay. And she freaks the hell out. Yes. And I looked up, although unfortunately, beta fish, not goldfish. So my facts aren't. Well, screw it. We're going to hear about my beta fish. Yeah, anyway. tell me about beta fish. One, they they have teeth. Yes, but they might be so small, and they like you can see them, or you might need a magnifying glass to mm-hmm. see them. Which brings up the point: she makes the biggest deal. How much could it possibly hurt? I mean, beta. I mean, for beta fish facts, beta fish will eat each other, like all the dang time, just and rip so, each other to threats. Yes, other beta fish. She and I, all right. So, another fun fact I got from betacarefishguide.com. <laughs> this is why I wasn't gonna let them die. They cannot break your skin, ah. and most people say if you feel it at all, it feels like a pinch, right? So, I think we are being a bit over dramatic, especially as a dinosaur. I would assume her skin would be thicker, you would assume, yes. I don't know. She's I mean, she a- should technically probably have feathers, but have you seen? The, like, crazy Imagine dinosaur video, like, cartoons. Mm-hmm. And it's all, like, it just has to be feasible. It doesn't have to be logical. Just feasible. Yep. And they are fun. Well, there's some really good ones where you could, like, if you look at a beluga skull. Mm-hmm. And you imagine what someone would imagine yes! from yeah. a beluga skull. Wow, it doesn't look like a beluga. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much kind of what they're, like... Is this is like guys? We're just making our best guess. We yeah. could be way off. Yeah. So also maybe feathers. Well, feathers is, and uh, and they're yeah. tar- not like eagle feathers, no. but like little worm ones. More like 
Kiwi. I'm not going to pretend like this is. Yeah, no, Kiwi is a better. Yeah, like, but even less than that, and it's like because it's it's as they transitioned more towards birds because you know Mm -hmm. a a chicken is a dinosaur. Yes, as in a way, (laughs) and so probably the theory going currently, I think, although I haven't re-upped my dinosaur knowledge from Twitter (laughs) in the last year. I would say probably is that, and they found some fossils that indicated that some of them probably did actually have feathers. Okay. So regardless of the feather dilemma, right. And we've learned about what it feels like to be eaten. Do you think it actually hurt? Or do you think she's more just shamed? I think she's, I think it was very surprising. Mm. And also like, as like a five, six year old, a lot of times you can ask the question like, are you hurt or your feelings hurt? Yeah. And I feel like she was having a hard time anyways, yes. right? She was full of really big feelings. And then she was like, maybe this will work out. And instead it did not work out. Yeah. It's just like the last hope she's got of the connection. Yeah. Also, how progressive is this school that she's eaten like her second day and we don't send her home. Right. That we're going to like let her grow. We're going to We're just going to be like, out. just don't put the whole child in your mouth. Just like a foot. <laughs> just a nibble. <laughs> oh, I have all changed clothes. Mostly. Yes, except Fun. for Cece. There's essentially it's two the- pages of the whole classroom yes. sitting at their tables, and everyone's clearly in their assigned seats. And I think it's great how subtle it is mm-hmm. because you don't get distracted by it. But it's a nice, like, it is a new day. Yeah, and we've thought about the fact that it's a new day. And Miss Miss Noodleman has the biggest, clearest change. Yes. I also love that Miss Noodleman seems to live in uh, leggings and tunic tops, which, I, like, what a great choice. Right? Practical, comfortable. Yeah. A plus. Machine. <laughs> Very important as a kindergarten teacher. Yes. And so then she goes through all of her same activities, not being a jerk that's trying to eat everyone. Although at lunchtime, she does seem to be struggling not to oh, eat her yeah. classmates. You and can, then I was like, because you can see it in her eyes. It's like twitching in the back. Yeah, you can tell. And it is true. It, that's also in the words. Cece Woodman. Oh, Cece Woodman is the yeah. one who still barbecue sauce all over herself. <laughs> and you can just see her like, oh, she'd be so tasty. Barbecue. Tasted. Mm. And so then... Walter just becomes that like rubber band when you think of bad behavior and she gets them. She just looks at Walter and Walter looks back with his murderer. <laughs> he's <laughs> such, he's just such an angry fish. I mean, not angry. I don't think like angry. Murderous. I think he's yeah, murderous. He's very happy about wanting to eat a dinosaur. <laughs> um, oh, she's got a big floating eye there. I do not. Oh, like. yes. It's that eye is too, too much. Floating. Just floating off into space because that's how we're drawing them now. I do think the art in here is super lovely. Yes. that Especially that page has always bothered me. <laughs> because a goldfish then licks his lips. Is that even feasible? Absolutely not. Not even. But man, he's just so like manically happy. He's that so he- ready to eat that dinosaur. You think it's maybe because, like, he's an animal and he's a little bit more, like, brought down to his roots. And also, fish, fish are scavengers. Like, yes, a fish would like to eat you all the time. 
they just need you to conveniently be dead, die, and decompose in their water, which would have meant. I mean, to be fair, that's also what a T Rex would like. A T Rex oh, is also so a much scavenger. Easier. Yeah, like that's the is what they think currently is that T Rexes were scavengers, not like they wouldn't kill to eat. They would just find a dead thing and be like, "Oh, delicious." That's way more fun to think of them as the crash cliche. around, yeah. try and catch you. <laughs> But it makes me think maybe his ancestors have been like, but oh, back in our day when there were dinosaurs. Oh, delicious. So good. Because we ended on, because dinosaurs are delicious. (laughs) And she goes running to her friends who are now lovely and and her friends. friends. And then we get some more cool drawings of dinosaurs. I do like They're that. very good. Oh, I like the most classic one of the T-Rex with the volcano in the <laughs> background. Because <laughs> who doesn't like a nice yeah. dinosaur-volcano combo? I don't know. I really appreciate um, this one who seems to have a human face. Oh, I'll be honest. I've never like dove into these. it's very good part of it's also depending on the age of the kids oh for sure you draw one kind of face and everybody gets it how about the one right next to it who just has classic smiley face yes clearly like a stegosaurus Mm -hmm. and smiley face that's it no nose nothing else nope a plus on the dinosaur art on the oh yes and how lovely that he had a group of kids create that for him yes any any last thoughts about the world of Penelope Rex? I mean, I want more answers. And I wonder, you you have the sequel? We do. What's funny Does is... Does it answer any of the questions about the world? Uh, the, the sequel is We Will Rock Our Classmates. Yes. Daniel has read it. I have not. Because huh. things come yeah. up just on bedtime rotation. Oh, we haven't Avery's review... Uh, I haven't, we didn't read it specifically for this, but Avery loves this book. She just, it makes her laugh when we eat the classmates. <laughs> she laughs when the goldfish wants to eat her. We don't seem to be feeling not quite that much emotional contact, empathy, empathy for Penelope, yet mm-hmm. mainly it's just a really dumb, funny time. Yes. Maybe we'll put Penelope Rock's her classmates on. I just, I just wonder if it answered, like, are there any other dinosaurs? Is really what I want to know. That's what I want to know. In the world at large, are there more dinosaurs? Or is it all people and one family of dinosaurs? Well, and it's, I don't know, because I'm going, it's kindergarten. What has the rest of her life been been like? like? Has she lived with other dinosaurs? Because children... As her classmates did not occur to her. No. Right? She wanted to know about their teeth. The way the question is posed indicates to me that she thinks maybe she'll have other dinosaurs. Yes. That was clearly the feeling I always got from it. But also, keeping in mind that animals age at a different rate than humans, maybe... I Maybe she hasn't been alive that long if you just kind of take it. Like, maybe she hasn't been alive for five years. Maybe she's been alive for, like, five months. Maybe. Her parents have led a very sheltered life. Yeah, what what has her interaction with the world been? been. Yes. I don't know. I, think, I feel like she's got enough stuff in her room that she's been around for a while. 
Yeah. It, like, it, that's a pretty lived-in room. I still like my theory that she's moved <laughs> into this neighborhood. Yeah. But yeah, where 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 did she come? Where did they move from then? And why? And what did it look like? And why did they move to the human town? Right. It, it was like, is it for someone's work? <laughs> and if so, what work is that? What work does a dinosaur do? A big great in a zoo, history museum, science lab. I don't know. It turns out mom's just like an English teacher. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I also thought it was interesting because we met both parents and we each parent gets a couple pages, but like mom gets the front half, dad hmm. gets the second half. And never the twain meet. Yeah. Yeah. I suspect it might be hard to fit them in the frame because they're bigger, like they're quite a bit bigger than her. And I think it might get busy mm. if you had two full color because they'd stay in full color, right? Like they would right. be, they wouldn't be part of the background probably. And that might be hard to balance. But he's also very generous with the pictures because mm. often it, it's a very uh, landscape yeah. uh, based book. And norm, instead of having one page being one story and words, it's normally both pages create a single scene yeah and so much like just backdrop mm -hmm. and landscape that i feel like there's room yeah for both of them but i don't uh, know maybe it's also just it's easier to have a conversation between a kid and a parent and yeah rather than it being like oh and then the parents get distracted or they're like oh did you mean that right <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole like gary Gary, <laughs> we decided we were not going to talk about the bad behavior last time. We were going to give her a fresh new beginning. <laughs> we. Yes, us. We. <laughs> I like that dad is also the one that greets her home after school and makes her snack. Like, that's just a nice little moment in modern parenting. Also about the way that, like, mom is wearing the pearls and mom mm. takes her to school. That makes me read it as, like, mom is the businesswoman like mom is the one who is going she's got stuff to do so she's like she's dressed she's ready for the day we go to school and she's going to work and then dad is at home and is ready to like receive the child after school which is fairly early probably oh yeah um and like you snack do time snack time after school all of that stuff and talk about our feelings yeah well it's maybe a quick shaming rhythm and mouthfeel it's a pretty standard kid's yeah. book I feel like you can tell where the jokes are. Oh, which yeah. Which is nice. Like, the jokes land really easy without crying. Mm -hmm. It's good. It doesn't... It's not super... It, it's certainly not rhymey. No. It's not particularly rhythmical in a, like... It, it's not like Albion Pig. It doesn't get you on some tracks and no. make you go, like, dumpty, 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 dumpty. But it flows quite nicely. And it does have, because it has a big combination of some pages have just a couple words, some have a whole interaction, but it doesn't feel stilted yeah. moving between them. It does a couple fun, I like when we play with the font mm -hmm. and the angles of some of the words and reactions, Yeah, but we don't overdo it. Mm -hmm. And there's a handful of pages where children yeah. is really big and chomp it gets this whole page yeah and we do a couple of word bubbles mm -hmm. but yeah i enjoyed that there's a couple of speech bubbles but it's not like the whole thing is speech bubbled yeah because mm -hmm. while i like them 
it's those are always a little hard to read. Yeah, because you have to start pointing to them because it, when you As have a, a read page aloud book full of them, yes. and they, your kid can't follow, it can get a little yeah. tricky. Who is talking? Because there's no indicators of who is talking. Yeah. But this is this is a sort of friendly introduction to the concept of a speech bubble. Like yes. you can understand that. Oh, look! It points to them. That's what she's saying, without it being like a whole thing. And there's only when used. There's only ever one what? speech bubble we pointed don't have to, to talk one about child. Like how do you read speech bubbles in order? Because wow, that's a whole thing to learn. As yes. it turns out, and they can be kind of tricky to learn. And what's always hard is when they do a page of a whole bunch of crowd talking. Yes. And often nothing's particularly important. You're just trying to create an energy and trying to read those out to a kid. Woof. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think that's, I don't think there's a ton to say about rhythm and rhyme in no, this book, but it, it feels it. nice. It goes. Yeah. Uh, the moral. I think the moral is the title. The title is We Don't Eat Our Classmates, and that is true. You, you do not think the moral is children are delicious? Well, I think I think that might be a conclusion that can easily be drawn. But I think, in <laughs> fact, the, the moral is um, don't eat anybody if you don't want to be eaten. Seems fair. Uh, I think there might, if we're, if we're stretching, I think there might be something to giving people a chance to like giving them some second chances to mend our ways in the way that the children mm. give Penelope that space to learn that lesson and then don't continue to ostracize her. But it's not like I've got it wrapped up in a nice little bow. It, it, it feels like a, a, a sort of very roundabout do unto others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the lesson she learns. She does not want to be it. And right. therefore, she will not end. And everyone's happy. Yay! The, the comment when Dad says, children are just like us, except... Tastier. Which makes you go... So Dad's definitely eaten a kid. Oh, yeah. Like, full-on actually eaten. Not just put it in his mouth. And the fact that she believes children are delicious clearly puts up some, like, children have been clearly classified cool. as on the menu stuff. at some point yeah yeah there's some questions boy are questions uh also maybe send your kids to a nice progressive international school there could be dinosaurs <laughs> you never know who's gonna show up <laughs> right valuable life lessons or your child will be eaten uh, only munched yeah yeah but slobbery when they yeah, get but... home you really want to wash T-Rex spit out of your kid's clothes? No. I cannot imagine it would be good. Especially if they're actually carrion eaters. Although, there is part of, like, there is a specific reason that children's clothes are straight machine washable because they come all covered <laughs> in. Parents might not even notice. They're like, oh, what you yeah. guys do in our class today? <laughs> Paper mache, huh? <laughs> Uh, engagement. Engage. Are children delicious? <laughs> What's your your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> That's a bad engagement. Never mind. Um, uh, why would dinosaurs move to the human suburbs? <laughs> Give us your hypothesis. 
you can leave that hypothesis <laughs> on our Instagram at or at Peter Rabbit Hole on the Instagram, or you can email us about it at the Peter Rabbit Hole at gmail.com. And if you'd like to see a picture of Walter, check it out on our website, PeterRabbitHole.com. Yeah. I did have a thought since we don't have sponsors yet to practice on. Uh, but we will have people that we know doing things. We can just make pretend sponsors <laughs> of, you know, various theater and art groups. This episode brought to you by Arvada Center's very first playback, Small Mouth Sounds. You, I was about to say you can see Annika. You can't see Annika, but you no, can it's... sense her presence running around backstage. <laughs> I was going to say, if you can see me, something's gone oh, yeah. horribly awry. <laughs> okay. So Anyways. Yeah, I think that's it. I think now it's now it's did. Uh, I kept trying to like end this out on like a funny dumb thing we did, but now like we've yeah. kind of gotten the engagement wrap up, so now we're not making any dumb, dumb things. Jokes. No. We didn't make any jokes about merch. But what are we? Uh, I don't not know. actually that funny. No, no, no. <laughs> on cue. Joke time is over. Clearly, Good. okay. Uh, more just like a no. <laughs> You did it. Leave it like that. <laughs> oh, oh Nighttime recording is bad news bears, yo. <laughs> oh, I'm going to regret that in two weeks when I have this. All right, we're out. Yep, done. Bye. <laughs>